In this episode of the podcast, I sat down with someone that I've been speaking to off and on for the past year, Sparty Smallwood, GM of Death Jester's longtime raider and MMO player, and someone who recently became a father for the second time. We talk about life, love, and the pursuit of clean diapers. Kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. Mr. Sparty, thank you for joining, not just me, but us again tonight, my friend. It's been, I think about, it's, it's been about what, uh, nine months since we sat down to talk? You don't write? You don't call? Has it been that long? You don't, it, you it don't like it's been text? No, dude, it's been, I think it was, uh, it was for my birthday back in February. It's November, it's late crazy. November. Good Lord, man. For me, yeah, it's like 25 and a half hours, it'll be December. That's crazy. Wow, that's crazy. Like, like I, de December is literally a day and like an hour away for me. I, I can't, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. The, 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 I mean, and well, I'm sure it flies a little bit more for you. This is something we were talking about before I hit the uh, hit the old record button with the uh, the second kid and all. But uh, do me a favor. We we haven't sat down and recorded anything since February. Can mm -hmm. you, in your own words, catch people up, remind people who you are, what you do? why you are uh, as wild and crazy as you are and what's what's kind of changed over the past nine months for you wink wink hint hint i mean do we have enough time i don't know listen but man I, I we mean... have as much time as you want <laughs> it's all uh, you so baby so thank you for having me uh sparty no, smallwood man. you know sometimes i regret that smallwood portion <laughs> um but you know when i was 15 that name was pretty funny so it's stuck hey, with man. me ever since why not why not uh yeah, so uh, Sparty Smallwood, you know, GM of Death Jesters, uh, Zeros to Heroes. Um, I don't know, I've been streaming for about five years now, and I, I've enjoyed it. I, you know, it was a full-time gig for a while, then a part-time gig, and at some point I had to decide, okay, do I want to go full career path? Do I don't make streaming a career? Uh, and I, I'm pretty happy now with with my full-time job, um, mm -hmm. still in, in recreation, aquatics, and, and that kind of stuff, and uh, working at a pretty big center, so happy there um you know ratings been okay we've uh you know we, we had some guild struggles and and guild uh, restructures I mean, who has it right my goodness oh, i know exactly right um and so we've you know we really rebuilt much of our, our rating core um we have a i don't know we've got two really awesome officers now that have been groomed up and super dedicated and really good culture in the guild again um so i'm really happy i mean I've uh, I've had to well my wife's been begging me to, to stop raiding for the longest time and <laughs> like I mean it was it was tough though right I mean I, so I've got the oh. one kid mm -hmm. and of course I had a second kid a month ago now uh, she, I think she's a month and a day oh that's think, awesome yeah a month man. and a day um so I mean it, it's been tough because I would get home from work and you know it's it's five thirty my time and I've got half an hour of like kid time dinner time and then straight to raid and it, it, you just feel guilty right like you feel guilty I'm, you got this kid growing up yep yep and you can't sustain that like it's it's awesome because you're there to support the guild and you're there to support your team and your friends but at the same time like family comes first and you know i i don't want my you know my, my daughter growing up to you know to see oh daddy's on the computer all the time that isn't mm -hmm. the time for me whatever right so okay yep. you know i've started you know pushing back or pulling back the amount of raid hours i'm doing and eventually it was okay now i'll do like 10 out 10 o'clock starts right or to my wife you know let me finish gahoon and right. set our goals of fame and you know whatever and that'll be it right um so we've been working in a, in a process where we've trained new raid leads and, and built a new leadership team um you know constant struggle of, of recruiting people and you know 
BFA is in a precarious position right now with Azureite and mm-hmm. how much people are loving it and the pluses and like there's a whole slew of things we can talk about. But um, you know, we, we've looked at replacing their healing core and um, and myself, and so we're working that direction still. Like. I, the other raid leads, you know, have my full permission, but they've sat me the last couple of weeks um, until, unless I was absolutely needed. Uh, but I've sat there and um, it's been tough. Like it's, it's, it's super tough for someone. Like this game has encompassed 14 years of my life at least. And on my Paladin, I've got 1100 days played. Like that's a friggin' lot of time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And to go cold turkey, sort of no rating. I mean, I have other opportunities. And Zeros to Heroes, like we still have that community and, you know, six, seven, eight raid teams, um, you know, Mythic. And, and there's some like on the weekend team that um, that work with my schedule right now with the 10 o'clock um, Eastern start times. Um, but it's tough. Like I'm just, I'm sitting out there and like I'm there to support the team and, you know, cheerleader and I'm going through logs. I'm giving my other, you know, raid leads some advice and suggestions, that kind of stuff. But it sucks not rating. Like I'm just, I'm friggin' miserable. Like it's, it's. I don't know how to explain it. It just, it sucks not rating. I want to do stuff. I just realized I'm muted. That's okay. You, you might have <laughs> muted yourself. Is, is what your uh, my your, your my 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 mute button is the same for um, Discord and the recording. So let me let me start again. No big deal. I didn't say anything that important, guys. I swear. I uh, said okay. something to the effect of. There's a lot to dissect with what Sparty was just saying there. I'll, I'll, I'll edit that out. Don't worry. There's a lot just to dissect. Fix it in post. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No big deal. This is the, well, listen, what we do live doesn't matter. What matters is post, all right? It'll be fixed. Don't worry. No, but there, there's a lot to dissect with what you just said. I was literally just spamming my notes while you were, while you were talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and something I was saying while I was muted the moment ago is, you know, wanting to be involved and wanting to be invested and wanting to be a part of the experience with rating and whatnot. And um, but even with that being said, you've been a guild leader and you've been in leadership online for quite some time, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really good example, a really good representation of positive leadership or a positive example and representation of leadership in that you have other people stepping into the role. You're grooming, you're training, you're educating, you're allowing people to have that, to you know, take on those responsibilities. And is that something you've been planning long-term or is it something you're just like, listen, I got to do it now. Let's see how it goes. I think it's been something that I've been planning long-term. Uh, you know, realistically, I've been trying to quit this damn game, game since <laughs> AQ40, so 13 <laughs> years now. And in AQ40, you know, well, the server transfers became available and I suddenly lost, you know, five, six of my core players because they were recruited to death and taxes and risen. I'm like, okay, well, fantastic. I either let the guild die now or I mean, I've spent a year and a half in this guild like I have built it. Well, I guess I'll just rebuild it. So that was the first little rebuild. Um, and, you know, we've had a couple since then, you know, in Cataclysm and, mm-hmm. and BC and, and one, you know, recently as well. Um, but yeah, it's been a plan. It's, it's redundancies and, you know, you get things in place. And, and part of it is leaving a legacy. And, and that's important, oh, yeah. right? And um, with Zeros to Heroes now, like it's, it's been a huge thriving community of, well, this is what we're all about. And, you know, we want to make great teams and make sure people are enjoying Warcraft and that kind of stuff. And so that's been super important to me because ultimately, um, you know, with kids and with guild stuff and, and playing games, like playing games is cool. And like, to me, personally, it's fun. Sure. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Sure. But that sense of accomplishment and loving what you do. And I've built something like, look, my kid is now walking. Like I taught them, <laughs> I taught them this, right. Or she farts and she laughs and that's hilarious. Right. And I taught her that, um, or it's, 
it's, it's leaving out a legacy of like, look, this community has grown and look at the, the good I've done. And, mm-hmm. you know, 14 years of Warcraft experience is, you know, experience is just another way of what we call our mistakes. And I've made plenty of sure. mistakes along the way. Right. And I can totally and respect I, that. Yeah. Yeah, and now as I groom the um, the Zeros to Heroes leads and, and some of the DJ ones, um, it's make sure you don't repeat my mistakes. You know, here's what I did. Here's what I could have done a lot better and go from there. Yeah, so. uh, back, back in 2015 when, so long story short, for those that don't know, mm-hmm. in 2015, uh, we had just beat Mythic Blackhand uh, in Hellfire Citadel, not Hellfire Citadel, um, Black, uh, Black Rock Foundry. And uh, I, I, my wife and I had been talking about you know becoming parents and, and you know wanting to, to to go through that that process and I'm like you know what I, I had to make a decision like do I want to continue being a guild leader mythic rating had just been introduced recruiting was tough um, wanting to, be, to become a dad and knowing that I, I wasn't comfortable dedicating the time to being a full-time dad full-time streamer full-time mm-hmm. husband full-time guild leader full-time raid leader like something had to get cut and you know, raid leading, guild leading, and, and static, my guild as a whole was uh, was what got cut. And it's still, it's still. I don't want to, I don't want to exaggerate it, you know, or, or, or hype it up. But not that it pains me, quote unquote. But it's, I still think about the fact that man, like, there are people that I miss talking to, and people that I miss hanging out with regularly, daily, and raiding with weekly. And I know there are people that I let down with that decision, and people that were upset with that decision. But at the end of the day, you, you have to do what is best for you. You know, in yep. that regard, and something that I wish I had been more prepared for, and it was a failing on my part, was having someone or something ready to take over. For, you know, for me and my responsibilities. And again, that's just that was a failure on my part. So it's really encouraging and, and awesome to hear that you have been taking those steps for those people, because otherwise they're out in the cold, right? They got to go find another guild, another community, and that's tough, man. Exactly, we- and. I mean, it's all learning, right? I mean, we're all mm-hmm. learning and we're all growing and we're all failures and we're, we're failing and hopefully failing forward, right? Like that's what mm-hmm. we often we say and and learning from those mistakes. And, you know, sometimes we try, but we can't please everybody at the same yep. time, right? We, we have to yep. ultimately do what's best for us and, and for our family. And, you know, yeah, there's our guild family at the same time, but there's our, you know, our, our real family, right? Like yep. our our kids and, and wives and, and partners and stuff. So yep. yeah, it's important and it's tough. And it's, you know, it's, it's something that you struggle with all the time. And, you know, I met my wife through Warcraft, you know, she applied to my guild and it's funny cause I was uh, backing up one of her hard drives and I um, found her old guild application from like six, seven years really? ago. Yeah. It was, it was hilarious. <laughs> and we both laughed about it. Um, and, and yeah, so Warcraft was a big part of our life and we used to play a bunch together and, you know, she's a full-time mom. And so mm-hmm. she's doing all the mom stuff right now, which is amazing. And like our, our, the parents, right? Like the parents, you know, you, right. Your wife works full-time mm-hmm. still. Yeah. Yep. 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 Still yeah. Full-time. And, and so it's tough. Like it's a huge job and a huge responsibility to be the person at home dealing with, you know, the cooking and the laundry and the mm-hmm. cleaning and the kids. And that's such a huge responsibility right so like my wife is the hero and really you know you're the hero too and 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 frankly i'm very i'm a little envious of you that you know you're able to do all the fun streaming stuff at the same time (laughs) you're you're able to really balance um you know the parenting side and and the uh the family side and that's important right um you know with with zeros to heroes and like it's and death jesters it's still i'm still running the guilds and they're still like i'm constantly on my phone with whatsapp and discord and you know, work is, you know, sometimes in the middle of that and it's tough though. Like I, 
streaming's taken a, a huge, huge hit, unfortunately, and I, I really regret, or I mean, I regret it is what it is, but I miss streaming more often. Mm -hmm. um, like, I, it sucks. I mean, if I'm sitting on the bench there, okay, so it's, you know, three hours of bench simulator tonight. I mean, I can chat with you guys, <laughs> but, and I can listen to, you know, my, my guild rating, but like, that's it. And it, it's tough to stream that, you know, that bench simulator. Yeah, it is. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, like it, it, it's tough. So like, well, what do I stream? Well, you know what? I used to do a lot of teaching raids and learning raids. And that was my bread and butter through um, Missa Pandaria and through World of Draenor. I did all these flex raids, teaching mm -hmm. raids, built all that. And then, you know what? Eventually, we just built Zeros to Heroes. And one of the, the best feelings I get is I log on Sunday and they do a Sunday coffee run and they teach players. They do normals and they do all these other things. And they've got That's a bunch cool. of raid leads in there. And that's awesome. Like I've... I feel great because I've built that and mm -hmm. now they've taken it upon themselves to continue that legacy. So that makes me feel great. Um, but it's tough. So, and, and obviously, so, like, sorry, go ahead. Something I'm recognizing here is you're talking about all these things that you've successfully done that I've attempted to do or it just flat out have refused or I didn't didn't have myself ready to do. Um, mm -hmm. Like I've tried to do these educational teaching runs. I suck at it. I failed at it. You know, I wish that I had been able to keep static going. I didn't. I failed at that. So thanks for being a better me, Spart. I appreciate that. That's that's great. Thanks, man. Yeah. But see, I don't think it's it's a failure. It's more of like you need to try. And sometimes you try and it doesn't work and that's okay. But at least you tried and that's what matters. Wait, right? Well, like I'd rather, you know, <laughs> fail at these things than no, regret I, I not agree. trying. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I I fail way more than I than I wind up not trying at something. So I can I can agree with that. As much as it sucks to fail, I, I do believe in you know you said you you kind of said this earlier in in a, in a sense that you know failure is the greatest teacher. Like you you have yeah, to fail. Absolutely. If you're not failing, you're not learning, you're not progressing, you're not advancing. It may be painful, it may suck from time to time, but dagnab, but it's better to fail than just not to accomplish anything at all. Yeah, absolutely. That, that that's exactly right. And you, you see that with NASA and SpaceX, and they're embracing failure of like, okay, yep. well, what could go wrong? You know, what's going to go wrong? How can we plan for it? You know, the same thing with rating and guilds and, mm -hmm. and streaming and podcasting and like it's all learning, right? And I remember when I first started podcasting, we had just so many issues, and <laughs> you know, we, we've rebuilt our podcast a couple times in terms of the structure, and now I'm looking at starting a new podcast. Of okay, like I might be done playing or streaming and doing all mm -hmm. this stuff. But I would love to do a podcast on the history of the guild and myself. Ooh, and that'd be all cool. The cool little nuances of go basically do a, tw I don't know how many tiers there's been, like 24 or something like that. Something so like, like do, that, yeah. Yeah, do a, a tier by tier podcast of like what happened in the guild and what learnings we had and what mistakes and what cool stories of, okay, we had a ninja looter here and we had a couple here <laughs> and, you know, dwarf priests here and like, you know, the, the, uh, the, the first Onyxia kill and that kind of stuff. So, I don't know. It was good. We did a bit of a test run on our last Business Law podcast, and, and that was really good. Um, so I'd love to continue it. Yeah. What's cool about something like that is even though it's, it's you know, very much a reflection on yourselves, it is so easy to identify and relate to something like that because the people who used to raid, you know, classics such as, you know, yourself and, and myself and whatnot, we all had the same experience. We all had a ninja looter issue. We've all yeah. had, oh my God, we've wiped... You know, on you know this one boss, I'm in, I'm farming molten core right now as, as background for the YouTube video. But you know, we've all we all wiped on Ragnaros or whatever it was, you know, for 15 weeks in a row, or you know, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And, and stories like that resonate with the player base. Stories like that make people just sit back and reflect and 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 just enjoy hearing what once was. And it's so neat because you can still 
connect the dots and you can still identify how that relates to what's going on today too, right? Like even though we don't necessarily deal with ninja looters anymore, we still have problems with players in some capacity and you can bring up good representations of that. And I, I like that. It's a really cool idea. Being able to yeah, change it, and adapt what you're doing now to, or what you were doing to what you're doing now. Absolutely. And it's constant learning and it's it's uh -huh. been adaptations and it's, you know, oftentimes it's managing people and managing perceptions. Right. And, you know, even though sometimes you're doing things, you know, as a guild leader officer, you know, you're doing things really well. But oftentimes you have to be seen to be doing and not just be doing because people don't see it. They don't realize you're doing it. Right. Um, but I, I'm happy to share the uh, our, my little Onyxia story with you. Please, man. I, uh, please, so, please. I'm, I'm so, so in. Let's go, baby. I will share you with you guys the Onyxia story. Um, so many, many eons ago, 14 years ago, we would raid Onyxia on you know Saturday mornings. Um, and, you know, as an early guild, we didn't have enough players to to fill the raid. So, of course, we pugged players, right? I mean, mm -hmm. now, I mean, the guild pugging players, it's unheard of. But back then, you had to because you needed these damn frost mages. You needed mages to <laughs> shoot the damn fire boss. So, uh, you know, we recruited you know, a bunch of mages and we would give people spots and obviously offer them a chance at loot. And of course, it was, you know, between the 40 people, two, three pieces of loot, which was just fantastic. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, we were we were basically racing for the server first on Nixa kill on Stormrage. There were a couple other guilds. There was Blood of the Horde, which was the premier horde guild on Stormrage at the time. Mm -hmm. um, there was uh, In Eternum. There was Decor. You know, there was us. How do you remember all this stuff? Oh, my goodness. I just I don't know. Um, and just ask me to remember my my kid's middle name. <laughs> so we're all racing, you know, for um, for for server first, and you know we're doing our attempts, and um, you know it, it was basically like the um, that old YouTube video of you know even groups left or sorry odd groups left, even groups of right, so many well groups right. Like, that's that's exactly what it was. Now there's a couple important things. So we at the time had a Swedish uh, raid lead named Damdor. Uh, we had a Norwegian uh, tank, Night Elf Warrior, named Daxe. And, of course, you know, Dwarf Priests were really important because they had Fear Ward and Anixia Fears. Um, and for those of you that, that are familiar with Anixia uh, or the room itself, it's not a, a flat-backed room. It's basically curved. And Anixia would do a couple things. So Anixia does her Tail Whip, right? Which, if you, you know, Tail Whips you into Well Pit, you're going to die. She does her, you know, her breath. And, of course, you know, Tanking 101, you only tank bosses facing towards a tank. <laughs> um, she also has a knockback. And depending on which way you get knocked, so you get knocked into the curvature of the wall, and you slightly turn Onyxia toward one of your sides, which is really which is you know really tough. So as a tank, you have to manage the knockback and getting knocked back accordingly, so you're not breathing the raid and then tail whipping the raid and and so forth. So um, threat was also a big issue back in vanilla, where healing spells could potentially pull threat. Power word shield was one of these spells, um, and so I'll tell you you know one of our best attempts. We have our uh, Swedish raid lead. He's you know, going through the motions, and he's basically telling our tank, Daxe, how to position himself relative to Onyxia. And he's, you know, he's telling Daxe, Daxe, good, get between her legs, good. Now deeper, good. Now, now back a little bit, good. Daxe to the left, get get right in there, Daxe, good, good. Yeah, deeper, deeper, Daxe. And he's basically like directing a porno, and um, <laughs> it was freaking hilarious. I mean, I, I don't know how we didn't wipe more often because that's what raid leading was. Um, and of course, so we had this, um, you know, that, that was, it was fantastic. And we're getting some of our, our best attempts, you know, we're getting to phase three now, she's landing, 
of course she does a fear in phase three and the, this lava stuff falls uh shoots out of the ground um and we had this this priest named bethany bless her heart she was the nicest night elf priest ever um i mean dwarf priests were, were what you wanted but she was uh <laughs> She was the nicest priest ever. And, you know, we had issues because she would constantly cast Power Word Shield and, like, cool, you know, it's in spell, he's got a cooldown, whatever, and you want to shield people. And I can't remember how priests were played back then, but sure. we uh, we told her, you know, don't spam it because, like, you might pull threat or something. Like, just don't spam it on the tank. It, it's happened before. And so we're doing a fantastic pull, and it's, like, 17%, 16 15 14 13 And I see this, this little lady on the right side because I was always on the right side. Um... She's just casting away power word shields, power word shields, power word shields. I'm like, oh, this is gonna get bad. Just, just Bethany, stop, stop casting power word shields, please, Bethany, stop. And of course, the priest healing pulls threat off the tank. Onyxia breathes toward the right side, you know, right during a, a fear. She breathes towards us, tail whips the other side across <laughs> into the well pit, and it is just a horrendous, horrendous like 10% wipe. And it was just Bethany, just, just <laughs> stop, stop healing. Um, and, and you couldn't yell at her like, you know, back then we had a lot more liberties of, you know, F-bombs here and right. it, was, it was a much more um, EverQuest style, like hardcore rating. Uh, but you couldn't because Bethany was just so nice and she was just the nicest person ever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was one of our Anixia, you know, uh, fun little stories. And now I've got plenty more. I see you, you know, doing Ragnaros in a second. Yeah, I've got Ragnaros. Story. Like it was yep. just, there's all kinds of little things of like that that you, you think fondly of, so... Yep. Yep. I um one of my my personal biggest failures um, was back in 2007, the Burning Crusade. We were on Kalthos and Static at the time. By no means was some you know world class guild, but we we did okay for ourselves. We 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 normally killed content before it was too heavily nerfed. And we're on Kalthos and we're having the best attempt of our lives. The best attempt of our lives. And the attempts leading up to the one that I'm describing right now. I was getting really frustrated and really short-tempered with my raiders because failures were happening right and left. And for those that didn't, don't know how the, the Kael'thas encounter went down, is uh, during the early portion of the fight, the legendary weapons spawn, you kill them, you loot them, and you equip them for the remainder of the encounter. As a protection warrior, you pick up a shield, and the shield mm -hmm. absorbs, like a hundred, back in the day, it was like 100,000, uh, 100,000 damage or something along those lines. It was, it was a one-shot mechanic from Kael'thas. You had to pop the shield to prevent yourself from dying. Mm -hmm. guess, guess who forgot to pop the shield at about a 5% wipe or something along the... Oh, my, oh my goodness. I, was, I, I literally went silent. We were using Ventrilo at the time, I believe. I literally went silent to Ventrilo, and I said, Guys, I'm sorry. And I just, I just I had nothing left to say. I felt... Like the biggest idiot, especially because I just got done yelling at the yelling at everybody, and I was I was really bad about yelling back in the day because I was just I was in my early twenties. I didn't really understand leadership. Not that I do these days any better per se, but I I, I reflect, and this is something that I'm sure you'll get that will get brought up in your podcast is how the evolution of leadership has has taken place in your life and how you recognize you know those faults and hopefully you've learned from them over the course of time. Like who you are today as as a raid leader, how much does it differ from you know the classic or TBC Sparty by comparison? You know that little story. I mean, that, I think that resonates with all of us because we've oh, all yeah. been there. You know, as raid leads, like it was just I just yelled at everybody for standing in the wrong <laughs> spot, and then I do it too. And yep. Then of course, 
you know, of course, you know, you, you've got plenty of people on Twitch watching you now as well. And, you know, <laughs> oh, look, he just yelled at people. And now look at him. He just did it. Um, but I think the style has definitely uh, changed over the years where the EverQuest was, again, much more regimented, you know, oh, yeah. very serious raid styles. Um, you know, it, there's there's Sparty isms where you know Sparty's yelling at you st stack tight like you know like boys butt not loose like sleeve of wizard, um, you know little ones like that and and there's other ones where like I used to be pretty mean like I'm I'm pretty mellow and nice compared to what I used to be but it would sure. be like hey man if I didn't have to wipe remind you to wipe your ass like you'd be smelling like poop all day right like <laughs> like it was those kinds of things and you know just lots of f bombs mm -hmm. lots of that and you know you could really get away with it then because people you know. That's sort of what they were used to. Part of it was, you know, if you have that sport team uh, mentality, you know, the John Tortorella style, which is um, really antiquated now, it's it, it just it doesn't fly because now people have so many more avenues to raid. Where you know, if they don't like your raid style or if they don't like being yelled at because they've never been yelled at because their parents, you know, snowplowed and you know moved all the obstacles out of their way, like they don't see adversity. So it's tough to balance that because at the one side, on the one side, you know, you need to be you know, it's fair, accountable, and, and give them, you know, pats on the back when they do a great job and put your foot up their butt when they're not, right? And and sometimes they're not used to that foot up their butt and, and it's there to energize them and reinvigorate them of like, you don't suck. I'm telling you to go out on the ice and go score some goals because we're down 2-1. I'm not telling you that you're terrible and that, you know, you're retarded or whatever. You know, the demeaning stuff right. has no point um, and no no place in rating. But at the same time, like, get your ass in gear let's let's do this we're, we're capable of so much more right and mm -hmm. well that's mean well <laughs> go back to kindergarten then um so i, I think their, their styles have definitely differed um and, and it's evolved over time and, and that's fine like that that's totally okay right it's just you need to differ or and change as a leader too and you know you mentioned you know we make mistakes yeah but we've all made mistakes i've made plenty of you know pretty big mistakes too but you you can't let these mistakes define you you need to let them right. refine you oh i love that i have that on a board in my office i'm not even kidding i really do <laughs> i love that phrase yeah no it's a good one mm, mm. yeah so i mean it's definitely changed and it, it's changed who we are and i think for the better um you know it, it's you know the rigmarole style is is pretty much gone right, um, you know right, i've right. seen a lot of um other like other streams and other raids, how they conduct themselves. It's it's not how I would run my raids these days, and I'm I'm pretty proud of how we raid these days. Like I compared to, I mean, years and decades ago, um, I, I think it's better. Yeah, I mean, you've brought up EverQuest a couple of times, and I'm sure I'm sure we talked about this back in February, but just to talk about it again, I mean, I was playing EverQuest in in '99, and and you're mm -hmm. absolutely right. The the rating style, the understanding of rating, leadership style, the understanding of, of leadership, being forced to literally have to type everything mm -hmm. because voice over IP programs didn't exist back in the late 90s and early, early 2000s like that. Or at the mm -hmm. very least, I should say they weren't well, you know, in use and widespread around video games like that. It was a very different landscape. And when I transitioned to to EverQuest 2 from EverQuest and I started getting into things like Ventrilo and things like TeamSpeak and whatnot, it was a huge wake-up call because the way I was addressing people, the way that I was handling issues and problems, you it, it, it forced you to adapt and it forced you to change your leadership style. And I slowly, and I do emphasize the word slowly, you started to understand that, you know, there were different types of people, different mentalities that weren't quite present in text format. 
Like when you actually had to hold a conversation with someone on, you know, on, on a voice program, it was so different than just sitting down saying, hey, don't stand in that, blah, blah, blah. Like it, it's such a different, such a different way you have to handle those, those situations. And I'm not sure how deep your EverQuest history goes, but for me, I know I played EverQuest for four or five, five years uh, off and on. And, you know, I've been playing World of Warcraft for way longer than that. And um, it's, it's, it's wild seeing how far we've come. And I, I, I sometimes have a hard time understanding how we even treated each other back. I mean, you're how I treat, how I treated people in a leadership position back in the day, because like you said, it simply wouldn't fly now. It just, it just wouldn't. There are yeah, so many opportunities, like you said, to go elsewhere and to find a community and a leader that, that actually functions properly, quote unquote. Yeah, absolutely. And part of it was, you know, early on, it was, well, it was tough to level, right? I mean, even in EverQuest, you know, you were stuck with what you were stuck with and, you know, guilds put that loyalty. Now, super easy to level with, super easy to, you know, get geared up and just find a new spot, right? So mm -hmm. it's it's very difficult to keep players and you need to keep them engaged. And, and part of it is, well, BFA is not super engaging, you know, arguably, um, you know, it, people are, aren't liking systems. So there's quite a lot of burnout and people not enjoying the game and, well, you got to keep them logging in and, and raiding and doing stuff mm -hmm. together and achievement raids and dungeons and, and whatever it is. So part yeah. of that is building that community. Um, but you're right. I mean, it's it's changed. It's changed tremendously. And, and yeah, things wouldn't, you know, wouldn't fly <laughs> that we did years ago. And yeah, like EverQuest, I played like uh, early Kunark to end of Shadows of Lachlan. And again, different the mentalities. Uh, you know, I, I think one, one suggestion that... Uh, one of my friends who was another raid lead uh, said to me as well, we converted to using everybody's first names over um, Discord, Ventrola, whatever. And that made a huge difference because it's it's hard to call out Sam for being, you know, a dumb bastard, whereas, you know, it's easier to call out, you know, Sparty because Sparty is <laughs> the, you know, the name, right? Right. So. A, a level of disassociation. I, 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 yeah, I exactly. Can... That's that's interesting. I definitely didn't do that um, because I, I was I was 13 when I started playing EverQuest, and mm -hmm. I used to masquerade as someone in his mid to late 20s with Me a too. house and a family. Like I I yeah. literally I literally had to pretend you that I was to, an adult. It was 18 and older, right? Yeah, like, no one was older people. Yeah, and I guarantee you the way I talked again. I'm talking I'm talking about typing, not not voice, but the way that I talked. To people and understood how the game and how you know group dy dynamics worked. I guarantee most people realize that I wasn't in my twenties, but at the time I thought to myself, "Oh man, I got this. I'm you know, I'm raid leading. I'm playing a bard. I'm twisting <laughs> songs. I got. I'm I'm good to go, man." But oh my goodness, we could we could talk about EverQuest till till the morning. But yeah. a few minutes ago, you you we were talking about you know streaming and you know you've transitioned into to having. A position at an aquatic center. Now, tell me, you live in Kanadada, is that correct? Is that how you pronounce it? In, in Kanakistan. Oh, you have you have water that's not frozen up there. Is that what I'm? Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, I mean, we just have mountains, mountains, and beautiful rain, rain here. Beautiful it's sort of like Seattle, rain. but nicer. I didn't Much know nicer. that. I didn't. I thought I thought your climate was a bit um, cooler uh, around the year. You. No, I mean. We, we actually have a really mild, like here in Vancouver, it, it's super mild. Um, 
everything else in Canada is probably probably frozen right now, from what I hear. But Vancouver is just see. I, I I live in Florida. I genuinely know nothing about the, the climate and the and the landscape up there in, in Canada. But you also play and very much enjoy hockey. Is that correct? Yeah. No. I mean, I I, I do love hockey. Um, growing up, like we never had a lot of money, and uh, you know, I always wanted to play hockey, so I played NHL like ninety three ninety nine on the computer. Um, and so eventually when I was 20, I'm like, okay, I've got some money. I'm going to go learn hockey. And so I took some courses and I, I've enjoyed it. And I, I'm still, I'm probably the, like, if you think of a raid team, I'm one of the worst players on the raid team, but I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm having so much fun on the ice and I'm just, it's a dream and scoring goals and playing with like really cool friends that, you know, that don't take it too seriously, but are also somewhat competitive. It's a blast and, and I love it. And I've been doing it for like 12 years now. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, probably a little bit better than when I started uh, still playing, you know, like once a week kind of things, uh, beer league hockey, but I, yeah, I, I love it. What a sure. beautiful analogy for raiding in world of Warcraft right now. And the communities that are being built with the literal community feature and whatnot, because, you know, there are so many people in, you know, in, in my community that aren't comfortable raiding on a primary raid team, you know, and they get to, they get to, to, to spend time with people they're comfortable around and people that they can be a bit more at ease around and they learn the ropes and whatnot. Uh, I, I love the fact that the community system exists in WoW. I've never played mm -hmm. hockey, however. I'm, I would fall on my face. Never put on skates, never been on the ice. Again, born and raised in Florida. I, I think you could literally skate circles around me in this case. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a pretty tough sport to play. You know, think of football or, you know, any coordination sports, a lot of hand-eye coordination, lacrosse, whatever, and then put people on skates, right? So it's it's a tough one. I don't know. I, I, I've enjoyed it, though, and yeah, it's fun. I remember it was a, probably two-ish two months ago. You tweeted out a picture of yourself fully shaven, my friend. Fully shaved, yes. fully shaven. <laughs> what yeah, happened? Um, what happened, man? I don't know. I was at work one day and I'm like, I'm just really bored of this beard. And like, that was what? like, I, I, yeah, oh, I, I just got really bored. Oh, boy. And like me, I, I'm a, I'm a, you know, Polish hairy bastard. And so, um, I, I can grow hair pretty quickly. Um, so I mean, salt I in the to wound. Beard, salt in the wound. Thank you. I'm bald for those that don't know. Thank you. Uh, so like beard hair, like I could grow a beard in, you know, a couple of weeks. No problem. I, it's fine. I just, I don't know. I got bored with it. It was summer. It was hot. I was just done with it, and I think like my kid was getting used to it or not used to it. I don't know. So I'm like, I'm just gonna shave again and, and try something different. And and part of it was like the beard hid my lack of wanting to shave, and also my lack of wanting to exercise. Um, and then you know <laughs> once I got to the gym and you know started eating a little bit better and you know not sitting that much in front of the computer, yeah, you know I lost some pounds. I'm like, okay, I felt a little bit better. I'm, I'm still getting there um, mm -hmm. to where I want to be and hockey helps and i've had a personal trainer and, and you know i'm finally lifting for the first time like i've always wanted to probably learn how to lift and do squats and do all that cool stuff and, and bench and and learn good form sure. um i'm sure you know bajira could bench two of me but of course of course me too don't worry <laughs> uh but it's been good like it, it, it's been good and yeah so without a beard for now i'm enjoying it you know my my little one um she likes to watch me shave like she she feels my cheek before she's like, okay it's rough and then she watches me shave and it's okay it's so smooth um so i don't know it's fun little rituals and things like that that's all obviously i'm, I'm teasing like i i'm, I'm not yeah, the yeah. kind of person that expects all guys to have beards i myself i hate i hate to say that i identify myself you know as someone who has to have a beard but because i'm bald 
if I shaved my face and my head, I just I don't feel comfortable with that image. I don't yeah, think I, don't I think could pull off the look. So I, I prefer to have a beard at all points in time because I'm bald. But it's um it's something that I've thought about, but I doubt I would ever pull the trigger on. But going back to what you were saying a moment ago in regards to you know losing weight and, and lifting and whatnot, I, I I didn't I didn't really plan on saying anything, but now that you mention it, I do visibly notice the weight loss since you have since I have you on camera again. Yeah, but compared, it's only been compared like to February, pounds, right? But 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 still, it's 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 noticeable, and whether that's because of the beard or because of the twenty pounds or you know both or whatever the case may be, it is noticeable. Um, last year, my wife and I, let me think, yeah, twenty the the last half of twenty seventeen, my wife and I each lost a considerable amount of weight. I lost about forty forty five pounds. Wow. She lost she lost about 30, 35 pounds. That's and, awesome. Uh, it was until we gained most of it back in uh, in this year. Um, <laughs> Not, not to get not to get too morose, we you know we did suffer a miscarriage this this summer, and we we are eaters by nature. My wife and I, we don't spend money on fancy things like we we drive very inexpensive you know low low, low key cars. We have Ford Focuses. Um, mm -hmm. We we did just buy a house, so you know our money's you know we're not we're not living some luxurious lifestyle, but we love to eat out when we can and when we can justify it. And the summer mm -hmm. we justified it, and we, we we kind of you know we kind of ate our ate our sorrows away. And we 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 woke up um, you know, a month or two ago, and we recognized like yo hey we we, we got to stop, we got to chill, we got to we got to relax with this. Mm -hmm. So we have been in the gym. Three to four days a week for the past three weeks, so we're very proud about that. You know, we've been That's we've been doing meal prep, and you know, we, we again we recognize the problem. We've been working on the problem, but it's it's cool to hear you've started lifting because something even though I, even though I know it doesn't, I don't represent the lifestyle. Something I've genuinely thoroughly enjoyed over the past fifteen or so years is weightlifting. And again, I know I don't have the build for, it, but I love lifting weights. I'm not a big cardio guy. My, I have really bad. I have a really bad right knee, so I, I actually can't even do squats. Doctor mm -hmm. has advised me not to do squats anymore, so I do other exercises to work out the lower half. But man, I love lifting weights. What have you found being new to the gym that you both that you love, and what have you found that you hate about doing what you're doing in the gym right now? Uh, so. I mean, my first time going back to the gym, you know, I've got this personal trainer. He doesn't really know me too well, but he's going to test me out. And, um, you know, he pushes me pretty damn well. Um, my first workout, so about a year and a half ago, I puked like I had proper like projectile, <laughs> right, like just like the, in the movies. And it was crazy because like I ran to the toilet and it was just nonstop. Um, so, so that was fun. And uh, I mean, he gave me the full body workout and you know, what you've learned since then. And I mean, I could barely do like a 40 pound goblet squat back then. Like sure. it was, I'm benching just the bar, right. And maybe five pounds. Um, and so I, it was funny because a year later, uh, he also gave me another workout and I think a year to the day I puked again. So th there's a few <laughs> workouts and I've never done that. Like even playing hockey, I've never gone so hard that I you know had to throw up. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, I, I've loved like, I, I love, um, like overhead presses and just the bench. Um, I've liked doing squats because I'm doing better. Um, I've, I've had some knee issues and, and like flexibility issues. So I've built my flexibility that way and uh -huh. seen really good progress. Um, leg press, I, I hated. Like I, he put me on the leg press. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I hate the leg press because then I can't walk the rest of the day. And I mean, you suck it up and you do it because right. I don't know. Like if my raid leader, which is my personal trainer, tells me to do something, I'm going to do it. Right. And, uh, you know, I've only had to tap out like once or twice when I felt a little nauseous. Um, you know, dehydrated or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I, I've enjoyed it. it. It's been fun. And, you know, it 
I don't know. I, I think when I when I go to the gym, I eat less and I eat healthier. Whereas mm. when I don't go to the gym, I just I'll snack on stuff. But I feel mm-hmm. like as I'm not that hungry when I go to the gym in the mornings. So because I have um, the gym right next to my work, it was super easy. I would, like go in for seven, um, you know, finish my workout by eight, take a shower, jump in the hot tub, and then I'm at work for eight thirty nine. Mm-hmm. Do you do you find it's easier and it's more motivating to be in the gym because you're a dad now versus before you had a kid? Uh, I, I think part of it, yeah. I mean, you definitely want to be healthy and um, you know eat healthy and do that kind of stuff. And you know, I'd be all over the energy drinks in the past, and then I'd mm-hmm. okay, well, I'm going to switch to sugarless energy drinks because sugar is the devil. Yep. Um, and totally agree. By the way, sugar, I oh my goodness, it's unbelievable how awful it can be for a person. Yeah, like I've cut out quite a bit and, you know, I don't drink, I, I drink soda water. So like carbonated mm-hmm. water and like that gives me enough of my, you know, my, my thirst quenching, mm-hmm. um, you know, candies are still my like gummy candies or wine games or whatever are still my, my Achilles heel. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I felt I, I eat better and, um, years ago, like I would smoke casually, like by smoke, I mean like I'd have two cigarettes a day, basically maybe mm-hmm. three. Um, and so I quit that out, uh, once I moved here to Vancouver and, you know, my, my wife was not a fan of, you know, me smoking mm-hmm. either. So I stopped. Um, but yeah, you know, you, you try to be healthy and, and part of it is for the family and, uh, you know, you, you, you're responsible for the wife and, you know, I'm the breadwinner. And so if something were to happen to me, like I'm the biggest liability in the relationship sure. too. Right. So it's important to stay healthy and, you know, do what you can for the family. Do you do you find like do you struggle with the exercise part of it or is it the eating part of it or is there no struggle at all like what where do you fall short in your own eyes and what do you know you need to get better at or know you need accountability for uh, so a couple things um, I mean I love food I love sandwiches oh. like bread and oh, cheese yeah. and like some meat <laughs> like I love a sandwich you know I'll have dinner at you know six o'clock I'm like oh it's eight o'clock nine o'clock. I feel like a sandwich and yes you know people say this all the time and like you know when you feel like you're missing something inside and you're empty inside and you fill it with food well it's, it's not <laughs> as if i'm unhappy or depressed but like sometimes i feel that void and i want to fill it with food and food is delicious and i love food um and so i'll have a sandwich and so sandwiches are you know what set me back um i haven't gone to the gym for a little while just because of you know injuries i had a, a bruised rib um and some some back Oof. issues as well so it's been a while since Oof. i've gone back to the gym um, so part of that, it's also waking up, like getting more sleep is also important. Um, you know, I'll go to bed at like 10, 11 ish, mm-hmm. watch a show on Netflix, which is also like a super bad habit for an hour. And then <laughs> by the time it's midnight, okay, cool. So I fall asleep. My wife's, uh, with the little one for, you know, feeding every three hours. So I still get sort of woken up and then it's my responsibility at 7am when the, the, um, the older one wakes up to, you know, get her up, give her a snack. Mm-hmm out of the crib and go from there so part of it is lack of sleep and when i would go to the gym i'd be up at you know 6 6 30 so i could go to work or go to the gym for seven and now i can't do that so i might do evening workouts i don't know i, don't, I guess uh, i haven't gone for a couple of months now i cannot cannot do morning workouts my body just will not respond to early morning workouts like i wish i had the ability to wake up in like four or five in the morning hit the gym and, and call it call it a day in that regard but mm-hmm. I get, and I, you know, I guess, I guess I'm, I'm kind of, you know, convincing myself that I can't. But for me, like, I, 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 just the history of lifting, the history of working out. I love working out in the evening, like you know mm-hmm. that four, five, six hour, uh, you know, time frame. I love that. But if I'm there four, five, six in the morning, 
Oh my goodness. I, I get, I get, you know, I experience nausea. I, I, I get very lightheaded. And, you know, that's it, just a lack of calories, I'm sure, in many ways. Yeah, but maybe. Whew, you know, like, I man. haven't done any afternoon workouts. So, I mean, maybe I should try them now because that's when my trainer is available and when I'm more available. Mm -hmm. um, mornings were, were super convenient for me. And, you know, maybe it was the lack of calories that were killing me, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, like, I always felt so re energized and so reinvigorated right after a workout. Like, it's those endorphins are flowing and, you gotta go and it, yeah. it, it makes it happy right like you know i always would run as well so before i moved over to vancouver and i was you know trying to lose some Oof. weight um you know for my girlfriend which is my wife now mm -hmm. um i'd be doing a lot of running and uh like th those runners highs were, were fantastic like i felt amazing i have never been a runner I, I i grew up again in florida i have swam my entire life swimming i love jumping we have a we we, we go to the ymca down here and they have a really nice outdoor pool and oh my goodness, I love jumping in there and just doing laps for, well, not hours obviously, but man, I love doing laps. It's 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 very much what what speaks to me in in regards to you know having some kind of cardiovascular uh, uh, exercise on a regular basis. See, that's funny because like I've been working in aquatics for 15, <laughs> 16 years now. I hate swimming. Like I've, <laughs> I, I became, you know, a lifeguard because I wanted to, you know, work with hot girls in bikinis and you know, <laughs> I, I loved teaching and I've, I've, you know, been in the therapy and then sport realm and, and everything else for a while, but I just swimming, I don't know. It, it's been okay. I'd rather run than swim. I mean, totally opposite. I, I, I can't, I mean, physically I have an incredible, like I get shin splints like nobody's business. My right knee fails it, yeah. me. Oof. Yeah. And uh, it's just not as much, it's just, again, again, it's very much a fun, even, even the physicality aside, psychologically speaking, it's just not fun for me. I just don't like running, but I could swim. I used to, I used to swim the 500, um, the 500 meter in, in high school. So I'm, yeah. I'm very much, a, I'm more long distance and sprinter when it comes to swimming. And it's, is. I love it. I yeah, love I, it. I love been it. a sprinter and uh, yeah, like you know, swimming, like I'll sure I'll sprint 25, <laughs> 50 maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, of course, I needed to have a, like when I lifeguarded and I taught lifeguards, um, you, you need to be physically in shape, you know, pretty well. And you know, definitely as I became more of a, you know, person with an underwear job, um, <laughs> which is what we called it. Yeah. I mean, your 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 physical standards drop. All right, all right. So I want to completely shift gears. Something that you did reference earlier uh, in, in in the interview. I want to know how you're on like episode what forty eight or so of your podcast. Is that correct? Yeah, I think we're forty nine now. That like is that. that is awesome, dude. You awesome. when when we talked about uh, when we talked in February, you know, you mentioned it then, and you were much earlier on in your your podcast career, so to speak. How is it going? What 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 failures have 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 you encountered along the way? Because I'm two episodes in my friend a whopping two i had a, a huge i don't know if you guys who who listen to episode one versus this episode i did alleviate the fan issue my, my pc fan was obnoxiously loud it still is i literally had to move my computer to a different room but that's another story wow. so but what, what what have you experienced as a, a bona fide podcaster as of late um, podcasting has been awesome and it's, it's a huge thanks to, uh, Midgets, my co-host. And initially it was going to be a temporary thing. Um, and, and, you know, it was a really good partnership uh, at the start. And mm -hmm. now she does a lot of the show notes and ideas and things like that. And we think about topics and, you know, what's going on in the guilds or the game, you know, what's good to talk about and, you know, whether it's leadership issues and, and oftentimes it's geared towards those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, it, it's been fun, and we've told a lot of good stories, and we had some really cool guests, and we've talked about things from toxicity in the community to boredom to complacency to motivating players to recruitment to everything in between. Um, and a lot of it is is thanks to her, um, you know, her tireless efforts to, you know, look around, see what Wowhead's doing, and really teach people uh, in the community of, of what's going on. Um, and we've had some really good back and forths of like, you know, direction of the podcast and that kind of stuff. Um, initially we had the podcast in different segments of, you know, very structured. Um, one of my favorite podcasts is the starting zone with Spencer and, and Jason. Uh, they do a fantastic job, super professional. And I mean, my production quality is, is definitely much lower compared to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, uh, Spencer's also like an audio tech and, and they do that kind of stuff for a living. Whereas like, I have no idea. Like I only got oh, a mixer neither do I. I know recently nothing. and like they do all the like, really professional audio stuff and like they've had some really huge names on their podcast. Um, and like, I'm, I'm happy doing what I'm doing right now because we're getting some viewer base and, you know, you go to um, often here. I, I hear from actors like, you know, yeah, I loved you in this movie. I loved you in this movie. And they get that all the time. But sure. if you tell an actor that you loved their book, that, that, that that's huge for them. And like, yeah, we stream, we do all this stuff. You know, I love your your podcast or your um, your streams. But if you, t- if you tell like one of us that I love your podcast, like I listen oh to it all the time. Goodness, like, yes. That's such a huge, huge deal. Um, so in terms of failures, like I would often reach out to uh, Scott Johnson and uh, Pat Crane, you know, and, and there was a really good uh, podcast launch pad they did of like how to start podcasting. And it had some really good ideas and, and really good suggestions. Uh, there was a Facebook group. And, and one of the issues I had was like, listen, I'm a streamer. And I'm trying to podcast, but for whatever reason, my OBS, like I don't even have the scene open. Whenever somebody subs, I get the sub notifier. Like I just, I couldn't figure it out. It's muted, it's, you know, hidden, it's whatever. And it's a completely different scene. And every time somebody would sub during my podcast, it'd be like this, you know, the the sound of my my wife laughing or whatever it was, my kid laughing, uh, which was this podcast or the uh, the sub sound. Um, So eventually we found that off and we just, we delete the sub notifier every single time we need to <laughs> oh, do a no. podcast and then i have to put it back every single time um so yeah i'll see it oh, yeah thank you i'm not drew says i listen to best and slot on the way to work that that's like that's huge that's that, like, awesome. that means a lot that people are listening to the podcast and i don't know what our analytics are like and you know we're finally on spotify which is awesome nice um, i mean i've enjoyed it it's uh it's great and uh you know it's something that i've been i've really enjoyed doing that that is not rating right. um yeah it's awesome. So that is no. Oh, you're not talking to me, of course. Um, but, well, you, you, thank you. Oh no problem. Glad I could ask a question. But it's it's funny, man. I'm obviously I'm an absolute amateur. What I'm doing, I, I'm not even I'm not even pretending to know what what I'm doing. I simply don't know what I'm doing. But Dagnabbit, I'm doing it and I'm having fun with it. Yeah, I had I had that's, I had, that's, that's right. That's the same attitude I have. And you just just have fun. Just just exactly. do it, right? Like absolutely, things are not going to be perfect, and that's what I had to you know to resolve. Like it's not going to be perfect, but mm-hmm. you got to start somewhere, and you just you got to go. And yep, that's what I did too. So yep. that's great. That's fantastic. I'm 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 on a very personal, like real life and in game level. I'm not I'm not a perfectionist. I, I don't I don't want anyone to think I'm you know brutal's a perfectionist. No, I'm a planner. Like I have to have a plan. And so many times. What's the phrase? A paralysis by analysis, I believe, is what it is. Like, I will overthink, overanalyze, try to figure out every little detail of something, and then it will never happen. I cannot tell you how many times over the past five years on my stream, thank God I'm consistent with that outside of my stupid connection issues with Cox Cable, but again, another story for another day. 
Yeah. But thank God I've been consistent with my stream outside of, you know, things that I can't control. Because, you know, I've I've allowed my YouTube channel to slip, uh, you know, many times before. I've tried to set up, you know, a variety of, of, of things or events that I've let slip through the cracks before. And mm -hmm. I literally, literally had to sit myself down and be like, listen, like talking to myself, like, listen, man, just... Just do something. Like seriously, just just do something. Because the longer I go between, you know, saying I'm going to do something and then not do it, and I'm going to do something and not do it, the you know the less trust there is, the less less you know belief and buy-in there is, and you just got to get going. Like it doesn't yeah. have to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. And I think so many people, you know, not that they're again, not that you know everyone's a perfectionist, not that everyone has to plan, but I think oftentimes so many of us. Are afraid of of not, you know, representing ourselves well, or, or not understanding something, and then we just we just don't follow through with it. I know I'm guilty of that, and it kills me, man. And, and and I'm I'm proud that I'm actually finally getting around to doing something, and it's motivating knowing you know yourself and other people. Like you said, Scott Johnson and Pat, and you know, I've got a really good relationship with my buddy Coltrane, and you know I, mm -hmm. I, I I admire so many people who are able to consistently do something like that because. Not that I'm afraid of it, not that I'm scared of it, not that I'm, you know, uh, you know, mortified by the idea, but for me, it's taken me so long just to be like, okay, listen, just do it. You know what I mean? It's just, just, just stink and do it. And it's such a, such a, 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 an issue for me, I suppose. Yeah. And I mean, that, that's great to hear that because I've had the exact same feeling sometimes of like, it's, it's tough. It's tough to, you know, go do things and you keep putting things off sometimes and, you know, you get distracted with other things and you've got a list a mile long and, you know, it's tough, but yeah, you just need to, you need to do it. Right. And mm -hmm. I like having things, uh, you know, pretty, pretty perfect for the most part. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, other times it's, this is good enough. Let's go. It has to go out yep. there right now. Yep. Um, and, and that's been okay as well. So yep. yeah, I mean, as long as you're having fun with it and you know, it's making a difference, all that stuff, like that, that, that's what's important. Speaking of having fun and making a difference, how, uh, I don't think I asked this at the beginning of the podcast, so pardon me if I have, but how has how has the adaptation to becoming a father for the second time been for you? What's What's been like the biggest struggle or the biggest surprise for you, good and or bad? Transitioning uh, from one to two kids. I, I mean, it, it hasn't been that bad. Um, the first one, well, I mean, it was terrifying. It's Oh, yeah. You know, it, it's it's tough because you don't want to break this little baby and you don't know how fragile they are and my, you know my biggest worry was if i leave her in the room for 30 seconds will she die <laughs> that's such a weird thing like but they won't die they're gonna be they're just gonna be fine they're gonna be crying mm -hmm. they're gonna be mm -hmm. totally fine um and so that was a really good learning and our first one you know good eater good sleeper all that stuff great girl um and you know, people are like oh you had it great with the first one second one won't be as easy um second one's been been okay um i mean super like full head of hair we have hairy like full-headed babies um salt in the wound all right <laughs> just keep bringing it up digging the knife like, deeper all right yeah no, no all babies just lots and lots of hair i mean we we um we, we took pictures of the first one like she had a hairy butt probably for me she had a hairy ankle <laughs> so like when, when they get married like we've saved these pictures for them um yeah so I don't know. It's been good. The um, the second one, I think it's easier in general because you know you're not going to break them. Like the first one was super fragile. The second one, well, I'm just going to toss this around like a football. It's going to be <laughs> fine. Like it's they're just they're so resilient and they're not going to break. Um, you know, head's not going to fall off, which was you know the, the worries. Um, she's she's a bit of a puker. 
um, which which is different. And you know, she pukes, and it's like, okay, I want more now. So I need to get a little onesie that says "puke and rally" because that's Aww. exactly where it's gonna go. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. She's been good. You know, sleeps a little bit here, but my wife's the the, the trooper and the champion, right? Dealing mm -hmm. with most of these things. So, yeah, my my wife is the same way, man. I I I don't think. I mean. It, it's very cliche to say that you know you know they don't they don't get the credit they deserve and blah 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 but my god it's so true man the things yeah. that the things that I've seen my wife do to ensure that my son is happy and healthy and provided for and taken care of it's astounding and listen I'm not saying that I haven't done anything I, you know I can I can toot my own horn every every now and again but genuinely like they're as similar as moms and dads are in 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 in, in, in raising your children and being parents my hat goes off to 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 everyone out there period but yeah, absolutely what i've seen my, my my wife do is unreal it's 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 so so wonderful and i could yeah, i could incredible. i could oh have you have you gotten to that point where um you know sometimes your little guy's like no i don't want to spend time with daddy i want to spend it with mommy or like <laughs> no only mommy hugs so dad dad was his first word and of course you know being his first word my wife's like oh <laughs> wish i you know i wish i had been his first word but his favorite word right now is mommy 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 and my my kid isn't a very good speaker we actually just had his speech evaluated at the doctor this week on monday because he 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 goes to preschool he's been in preschool since august um, and they just evaluated his, and uh, I don't know what it's officially called, but more or less his intelligence level there. He recognizes mm -hmm. all 26 capital letters. He recognizes, I think my wife said 21 of 26 lowercase letters. He, How old is he? Two and a half now? No, he's he's two and a quarter. He's two two years That's and, amazing. and three months three months old. And he's he, and, and again, I'm I'm not again I'm 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 not exaggerating when I say this. He's known his letters and he's known words probably since he's been about a, 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 a year and a little less than a year and a half he's been he's just so infatuated and so wrapped up in letters but he mm -hmm. doesn't speak like he literally says like mama dada and a few, you know like maybe maybe 15 20 other words but he doesn't want to speak and it's 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 one of those things to where you know I've, I've seen you post things and i've seen other other people post things about their you know two or two-ish year old kid and not that i compare because i know every kid's different but it's still yeah. there's that little part of me where it's like i wish isaac was talking more you know it's a, i wish i wish he could tell me things in actual sentences or because right mm -hmm. now like if he doesn't want anything he'll grunt he'll uh, like you know and, and and he knows a couple of sign language signs so he'll sign a couple of times not that he, he's not hard of hearing he's nothing wrong with his hearing but at yeah. school he's learned how to sign things since he won't speak and yeah. it's it's one of those things to where it's like man i just i wish he could he could do this but then i you know i remind myself well he can do this that and the other that, that, that's whereas incredible like it's there's it's, no it's, way yeah like there's no way my kid remembers letters like mm -hmm. we try to get her to sort of spell her name and she might like get a couple letters here and there and mm -hmm. she's a talker like she'll talk and talk and talk and you know sing songs to the little one and you know they've been that's really adorable. good together that's it's adorable like, she's, adorable. And she's like <laughs> hugs and you know got to give her a pacifier if she's crying or we say that's okay we say that's okay um so she's great um and i mean she's learning three languages with between you know polish from me and english between both of us and french from my wife and so she wow. learned to count um but i mean the other, like there's other levels of intelligence right like oh, there's yeah. that absolutely like what your guys doing like that's incredible like i i have i have no idea that a kid could <laughs> learn that many letters at that age because our, our you know our kids are about the same age yeah it, it, it's we just need to get them together 
I'll have Isaac teach a teach teach your daughter letters, and you can have her teach Isaac how to say something other than mama and dad dad. No, but his his favorite word right now is mommy, mommy, and he'll say like dad d, but he still prefers dad dad. But man, I just he loves his 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 mom. It's 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 so cool to see, yeah. and it's it's so nice being able to step back and just to see their relationship. Right, like mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, I, I love seeing my relationship too. I love being a dad more than anything on this world. But being able to see them connect and being able to see them develop and cultivate their relationship is just, it's its out of this world, man. Oh my goodness, yeah, it, I love it. It's incredible. And, you know, the flip side is, and one of your viewers, you know, I think it's it really well here is we spent our first couple of years, you know, teaching them to stand up and, and to talk. And, mm-hmm. you know, 16 years later, it's going to be shut up and sit down, right? <laughs> it's like, listen, because I said so. That's something I heard from my dad all the time. Because I said so. Well, yeah. why? Because I said, like, it's, I, you know, as a kid, you always promise yourself, I'm never going to say that. But you know what's going to happen. You know what's yeah, going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I, I, my wife and I are big believers in explaining things and and and, and you know, reasoning and being mm-hmm. reasonable and whatnot. But man, I I know I know there will come a point to where Isaac and you know if we do wind up having a second kid, he or she or whoever, they're going to press those buttons, man. And it's I know I know the phrase is going to come out of my mouth because I know what's going to happen. I was mm-hmm. raised. My dad said that all the time. I know what's going to happen. I've, I'm preparing myself for it. It's going to happen. I just hope yeah, that I can explain it later. We're, I mean, we're great imitations of our parents. You know, we, we try to be the best imitations of our parents and, you know, not what they did, you know, not so right. well. Um, and yeah, absolutely. Like I, I hear my, like myself and my dad all the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, when my grandmother was alive, um, you know, she'd say the same thing. Like, you know, you cough just like your dad, you know, just, just everything, the same mannerisms. And, you know, I guess how I'm, I'm trying to raise this one is, you know, trying to be the best parts of my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and really go from there so so he says mommy and dad does he does he say taco he said okay i'm not gonna list every word he says but he does say taco he loves Perfect. saying the phrase all done like when he doesn't want to do all done all done all done all done and it's just he will <laughs> run around like if i say isaac you know you know go do i can't go do this go do that all done all done and he'll just take off he'll just he's gone and he runs mm-hmm. back to his room and then he's like all done all done and so he's He's a hoot, though, man. I, I love that kid to death. I just, and I think every, you know, of course you do. Like, you know, of course yeah, you do. Yeah. But man, it's just, it's so hard putting into into words. And like, for me, as an example, I've, I've wanted to be a dad for years. Like, you know, before I knew my wife, before I was, you know, even in a position to have kids, I've wanted to be a dad. It's just something that always called to me, always spoke to me, something that was always heavy on my heart. And mm-hmm. The, you know, expectations versus reality, not that they're totally aligned because I didn't actually know what being a dad was going to be like, but oh my goodness, man, I still just, I wake up and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go to sleep and, 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 and I'll, I'll be in the middle of my day. I mean, literally just out of the blue at any point in the day, it'll hit me. It's like, holy moly, like I have a kid, I have a two year old. Yep. He's amazing and beautiful and wonderful and silly and crazy and frustrating and aggravating. And he's just, he's so many things rolled into one and I wouldn't trade him for the world. I, I just, I, I literally would not trade him for anything. And again, cliche, easy to say, you know, no one would. It's your kid for crying out loud. But it's it's so hard to describe exactly what that's like until you're there. Yeah, it absolutely is. And, you know, it's the same kind of feeling. And I don't think that feeling hit me of like i'm finally dad until i was mm-hmm. like months or like a year later right like wow okay well, mm-hmm. i guess here i am it, i think it was a, a state of perpetual shock for the first year 
um, until like it was her first birthday or something. Um, but I, I mean, I have all these other friends that don't have kids that are like are still going out. And, you know, I, I see all my other friends on Twitter, like buying computer parts and doing all this. <laughs> stuff. I'm like, God, Black I, Friday. I, I, I miss those days of not having kids and having disposable income and not having a mortgage and all this stuff like I, I used to do. Like I miss those. It's I think it's I mean, it's better in terms of, you know, I, I have this amazing child now. Um, but I mean, I, I definitely, you know, I miss things. Yeah, I miss ah. having money. <laughs> yeah, we uh, I've said a few minutes ago, we just moved into our, our first house and oh man i tell you what not it's not it's not a money pit it's a beautiful house we love it it's everything we've wanted but you know now that we have a mortgage and we have you know this and we have that and it's like wow we gotta we gotta scale back you know those those black friday deals or we gotta scale back right. you know on on going out to eat as much as we enjoy doing and you you really gotta start really gotta start thinking about things like that when it's when you mm -hmm. when you start having kid or you know kids in your case it's it's yeah uh, absolutely it's it, a necessity it, it, it's tough, right? because like they eat so much like once they get <laughs> like two holy crap they're eating so much and it's then like insane. yeah i don't know how much you talk to your stream here but like when they go to the bathroom like the, the kid's having a poop right and you're looking at it like did that come out of you like is, is this child having an adult poop or have i been having child poops all my life like oh my anyway. goodness man he uh I, we could we could genuinely talk about parent stuff until we're blue in the face real quick before we wrap up entirely i have to ask and i i, I know you're in a bit of oops I'm, I'm, I'm in the wrong area i think i know you're in a, uh, a bit different of a position uh, at this point based on the fact that you are uh, stepping more away from world of warcraft but what are your thoughts on bfa i i i i have to ask you considering your position and perspective but you know how do you feel about bfa at the moment what do you think about all, all the feedback and the um you know the 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 echo chambers that are popping up. You know right. around, you know the Reddit, you know the, the WoW subreddit, and you know yeah. the, the WoW head you know, MMO champion forums, etc. Yeah, so I try to stay away from a lot of those. Um, not because I stick in my own echo chamber, but I've got a lot of differing viewpoints on Twitter and even in my guild and my raid team, and that's totally fine. Um, with respect to healer balance, it's it's okay. You know, it's still discreet. I'm lost. Quite strong and, and that kind of stuff. And, you know, paladins are in the best spot, neither the rest of shamans. So it's okay. Uh, class balance could be better, but it's in mm -hmm. an okay spot. Um, as a holy paladin, I'm enjoying the play style. I think it's, I mean, holy paladins are always simple and boring, but I really like that. I enjoy mm -hmm. that. Um, rating general has been okay. Um, I, I wasn't a huge fan of this tier. I thought... You know, fights like Zul were, were really stupid, and you know, oh, yeah. kill stacking rogues was just yep. really dumb, gimmicky. Um, yeah, I, mean, I was really disappointed with how encounters were tested. Fetid Devourer being mathematically impossible, um, it just it was really disappointing from a QA perspective that things like that were missed. And there's you mm -hmm. know lots of bugs and knockbacks, and you know, I have some background in terms of like what happened with the art team and the engineering team, just because of some inside sources, which is really amusing. Um, so it was an okay rate tier in terms of how it, it functioned. Um, some of the bosses were fun. Some of them were, were boring and, and whatever. Um, from a Azurite system perspective, I like grinds. I loved EverQuest grinds, the alternate advancement, that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. I love being able to work on my own character on my own time and help the raid that way. So mm -hmm. neck levels, I'm all about it, totally fine. Um, the Azurite system, I think it was a... A fairly large miss um you know there's steps in the right direction now i like azurite traits uh, i think they try to replicate artifacts 
but then you can't have three really strong artifacts. You have to split up the how strong it is into three pieces. Um, so the steps in the right direction. Um, it sucks because you know people want the best stuff, and you, you try your best, and you you can't get you know the best Azurite pieces. Um, so eight point one, I think, is where the game should have started off with with this expansion. Um, it's going to you know address a lot of a lot of these issues. Uh, Mythic pluses. I, I don't know what it is. I, I think adding that affix fortified or tyrannical early on made them so much more difficult than uh, the, when they were last expansion. And as awesome as it is to watch the MDIs and Slude and Jack and all those guys cast and, and the other ones play, it's great to watch. But for me to do Mythic pluses, like I'll do 110 and like that's it. I can't be bothered to do more. I don't care for them. Um, they were they were fun to do the first time, the first couple dungeons, um, but. I don't know. I, I'm not a huge fan of Mythic Pluses in mm. general. Uh, challenge modes were, were okay and different. Um, it might be the difficulty, might be boredom, might be... I, I like the dungeons. I don't know what it is. Um, PvP, I haven't really dabbled in much at all this expansion. I did more so in Legion. Um, I mean, overall, BFA is okay. Um, it's... I think it's exactly where I, I expected it to be um, in terms of storyline and that kind of stuff. I, I knew it wouldn't be an, an amazing Legion expansion off the bat. Um, I definitely would have preferred Legion. At the same time, I think the the pacing is a little bit better with with respect to rating. So, do you yeah. do you find that there is an overall lack of of not 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 achievements, but achievement or something to focus on, something to to grind toward? I mean, you're talking about the grind. Like, is the necklace enough in your eyes, or do you no, feel like uh, there, there there's yeah, for most people, I don't think it's enough. Um, legendaries were great because they were a great carrot, um, mm -hmm. despite you know being overtuned or right. poorly balanced. Um, it was a really good one to keep doing those mythic pluses, and I think that's missing. Um, Azurite system isn't enough, and you know we try to keep weekly goals as a guild of you know well this week we'd like to get to just one trade. It's super manageable with casual play style. You can not log in for days and still manage one trade a week. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think there's there's missing rewards, and they could be better. I don't have any suggestions of, of what they could yeah, do better. Yeah, I'm, I'm terrible about stuff like that too. I don't have a suggestion at all. <laughs> Just like, I can tell you bring what back legendaries. Like. Yeah, I can tell you what I don't like and, and why. Um, mm -hmm. Do I think removing Azurite is going to fix things? Absolutely not, because then you're just going to leave a hole. So you need to make adjustments. And I've got some guildies, um, Zeranyu and the, the top Demon Hunter Theorycraft. He's got some really good suggestions for um, for fixing Azurite and that kind of stuff. But at the same time. You can't please everybody. Um, mm -hmm. This is a game where you have really casual players and they want to do world quests or islands to get AP and other people want to do raiding or mythic pluses. And, you know, you need to give that availability for everyone, right? You mm -hmm. can't just, you know, leave it in one place. Um, you know, are caps the the solution? I'm not sure because with caps, you feel forced to cap out and that's it, right? Like right now, you sort of feel forced to do that at least that 110. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. That's there's lots thing. of really cool ideas that people have, but you know, Mage Tower, yeah, the Mage Tower would be awesome. That was really, really fun. I hope they bring yep. that back. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's one of those things to where I, I wish I were more creative by nature because I, I would love to conjure up these these ideas and recommendations to empower, make the game more attractive and alluring and engaging. But I just mm -hmm. don't I just don't have that ability. On my own, I can I can kind of you know spitball and bounce ideas around with people or a group of people, but on my own, I'm terrible about that stuff. But I, I'm yeah, kind I'm of a, go ahead. yeah, I agree. Yeah, like I'm not an idea person, but I know a really good idea when I see it, mm -hmm. and I'm happy to 
you know, are you a starter or a finisher? I'm more of a finisher, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I can help flesh out a really good idea. Um, you know, what, you know, one thing we're doing as a guild um, is we do, we do debriefs, you know, post tier, post expansion and um, see, get a pulse on all of our players, that kind of stuff. And we asked them, you know, what three things really represent the guild really well. And when my officers had a really great idea of like, let's do one of those word clouds of, you know, what everybody thought of that represents right. gestures really well. And like the feedback is fantastic. Like I, I can't wait to, to show these guys that. And yeah, I mean, you guys talk oh. about Warfronts. I love Warfronts. Oh, I'm I'm so you, you stopped talking, and for some reason, Sorry. my brain my brain thought you were still in the middle of a sentence. I thought you disconnected it. I I didn't want I, I didn't mean to leave you hanging there. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is he going to stop talking in the middle of a sentence like that? <laughs> Sorry, I'm bad at that sometimes. <laughs> no, it's all good. No, I I I, I totally understand, and and I definitely align with with where you're coming in that regard. It's it's a bit sad seeing the community at large you know dissatisfied with the game and you know mm -hmm. i still i still play the game of course i still very much enjoy many aspects of the game but even for me it's 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 definitely fallen a little bit flat and i didn't expect that going into bfa i expected things to be yeah. a little bit more a little bit more uh you know impactful and, and, and enjoyable but it seems like a lot of people and again I, i'm not speaking for everyone i can't speak for everyone but the communities online that i see you know on different different networks and different websites and blah 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 it seems like a lot of people are just dissatisfied with something or a variety of things and it's so easy to get wrapped up you know in that in that that echo chamber you not to overuse the phrase but it, it, it's something that i actively try to avoid but there are concerns that I, th I think a lot of people have spoken about that definitely need to be addressed and like you said thankfully in eight one some of those things are being addressed but mm -hmm. I'm I'm interested to say the least to see where BFA goes, not in story. I mean, story, cool, whatever. I'm talking about you know, the game and how people, you know, how people are involved with the game and how many people are, are are investing time in the game and whatnot. Because it's very reminiscent in many ways of you know the content drought or the dissatisfaction with Warlords of Draenor, and that's scary. As someone who thoroughly enjoys the game, that's very scary to me. Very sad. Yeah, I mean, I I would absolutely agree, and you know. Part of us, some of us miss Worlds Drainer because of that content route and giving us time to play other games. Sure. Um, you know, I, I wonder if we had the same systems going from Legion um, into BFA, would people still be dissatisfied? If we still right. had legendaries, if we still had artifacts, would people feel better? I, I'm not sure. And it's it's tough because on the on the one side, I think, yeah, there's all these issues. But on the other side is we're all getting older and, you know, is this still the same game? Or are we still in the yep. same point in our lives where we can play the game? Are we just bored of Warcraft in general and not necessarily the systems themselves? Right. Um, you know, it, it's tough to see which it, one it is. It's tough to nail down. The one thing I will say about that is I think that's certainly true for some people, not for all of it. it, it of course, not that you're generalizing. I know you're not. But, you know, we just came out of Legion to where there were, I would say, more hits than misses. And it mm -hmm. makes me wonder, like, you know, like like you said, if we'd carried those systems over, would those hit systems still be hitting instead of missing? Who knows? I'm, I'm betting if there were a few more things like the Mage Tower or like a modified legendary grind, not for quote-unquote best in slot damage dealing or healing items, but for something, you know, something maybe more utility-based or whatever... Mm -hmm. Perhaps, perhaps that would you know resolve some of the issues. I don't, 
I really, I just, I don't know. But I, as and it's easy for me because I have the time and I had the time in Legion to enjoy a grind like the legendary grind. I know not everyone does and that's why I'm always cautious about emphasizing it. But I feel like there's definitely something like that lacking and I would love to see something in the future put in, whether it is a mage tower or whatever, to where it, it allows people to enjoy the game outside of a dungeon or outside of a raid because right now there's very little in that regard. Sure. My friend, thank you for sitting down with me tonight. I, I really do appreciate it. I know it's still a little bit earlier over there for you, but I, my, it's midnight. What have you done to me, sir? Sleep. <laughs> what have you done to me? Smarty, yeah. take a moment. Please let people know what's going on with you, where they can find you. Um, just give, give yourself away, my friend. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you again for you know for inviting me over. It's no, fantastic. no. Thank and, you, thank you. And, and honestly, like it feels feels like it's only been a couple of months, but apparently it's been nine I, since I've it, last been on your. Uh, it has it, it. Dude, this year has been weird in in terms of time for me. So I, I totally yeah. totally agree and understand with you in that, in that regard. Um, yeah, so you can find me, uh, Sparty Smallwood, on Twitch, uh, on Twitter as well. Uh, I'm the Guildmaster of Death Jesters and Zeros to Heroes. Uh, huge alliance community on Stormrage. Multiple raid teams always looking for more people. Um, Death Jesters always recruiting as well mythic players uh, in a top 100 setting. Uh, we do a best in slot podcast on Sundays, which is really exciting, uh, typically around uh, this time. So about 10.30 Eastern to about 11.30 Eastern. Uh, you know, we have lots in store, and as, as much as I, I miss streaming, I still do it occasionally, um, but I'm always around to ask questions or people need a group with something, you know, I'm around. So thank you. But thank you for having me. I, I really do appreciate it. It's, uh, it's always awesome, you know. Of course, man. Yeah. You're in the hot seat. When are you going Horde? The people want to know. Uh, I mean, Tali has offered to pay for us to transfer <laughs> to Horde. Uh, I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know. Like, I, I might play for the storyline. Like, I, I want to oh, see Sarfang. Uh, I want to kill Sylvanas, and Sarfang is awesome. Like, I, I agree. Storyline next time. I, I don't. I don't like her personally, as as the, specifically as the War Chief. Down, down with Sylvanas. I'm with you there, man. That's right. Shoulder pads off. <laughs> thanks, brother. We will talk soon, uh, guys. Thanks for tuning in tonight, and uh, hope everyone has a pleasant week or weekend, depending upon when you're listening. We'll see you guys next time. We're out of here. Awesome. Thank you.